We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right, welcome back to Baywatched, a Baywatch podcast, where uh, this week we're getting now into episode three of season two. Hey, and, real, uh, real quick, I know I wasn't part of the conversation last week, but I did watch last week's episode, and the line that just stunned me was in the girl's letter to Mitch, where oh, she said, we, think of me when you rub his back. Hey, LJ, do you ever think of your uh, wife in a sexy manner when you're... Giving your girls a massage? Yeah, we talked about that for a while. I, I figured. I just, I couldn't believe that line. I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me right now? That's really all I wanted to say about last week's episode. I, I was like, wow, somebody actually wrote this, and then they read it, and nothing. Yeah, nothing. let's leave that in. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, if you think about it, someone wrote that line then other people probably had to proof it as it got further into the script. And then, not only did it get that far, it got far enough for her to do the voiceover of when he's reading the letter. So she had to say it and not think anything weird about it. And the director and anyone else who was just on set had to be... One take. <laughs> One take. It's, Baywatch is on a tight schedule, guys. You know they film seven days a week, right? We do it in one take. We keep everything. Doesn't matter how disgusting. So I just I just had to get that off my chest, if you will, uh, before I could uh, focus on uh, this episode for that we're going to be discussing today. Yeah, it's it's quite memorable. So uh, with us today to discuss episode three, we have Slazis all the way from Idaho. The hoe. We have Dave all the way from like. 20, you know, 15 miles away from me. I have never moved. <laughs> and then we have Donahue learning the banjo down in the south. That's right. Ding, 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 ding. There we go. Yes, getting very good at that. It doesn't take long. I tried. That was a real banjo. That was not his mouth. Nope. That's true. Mouth. So the good news is nothing newsworthy happened this week, so we can move right into the – oh, wait. Yeah, so we can move right into our podcast. <laughs> well, no, I figured the best way for us to honor the current political debates would be yes. we just pick one person and we just don't – we interrupt them every time they talk. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. And who's going to be the moderator that kills himself before the second podcast records? Because if I was Chris Wallace, I would want to die. Could – was he part of the debate, or was he the moderator, or was it a debate, or was it just children yelling at each other? Yeah. It was. It was well, a debate. You, you want to know what I really don't understand? I don't. Well, no, both? it doesn't matter what you don't understand. No, no I want to know. Both of these understand. candidates. <laughs> Shut up! These... This clown. I mean, person. <laughs> <laughs> the, we have one person that's been in politics for forty-seven years. Sure. Yep. And we have one that's been the president for almost the past four years. Yep. Don't we know everything about him to make a decision of who we want? Why do we even need to have these debates? Do you know who loves these debates? What do we not know about him? If it was a brand new person, I get it. You can kind of understand. The person A has been the president for the past four years almost. You ought to know what his stances and the way he operates are by now. And the other one's been in politics at this level for a long time. So yeah. you ought to know what he does or doesn't do by now. Why do we need to do a little research? It's, it's all money, there. Money would be my guess because if you want to do a real debate and you thought you might have such decorum problems as they did and they wanted to keep it civil and have it be educational for the listener, if that was their goal to have it – to have it – have a debate actually happen, educate the masses, whatever, what have you, you would simply – have a mic mute, which right. is easy exactly. to do. I yeah. mean, they probably already have it as part of the system so that they do sound checks. You know, maybe early on they have the mics off. You don't leave a hot mic because you end up with racial slurs and all sorts of things on the hot mic. Oh, yeah, that, that's the part I thought was great. I was like, 
you know that the that fought was it on well all the channels had it. You know they all love it because if they didn't, someone would have said, "Turn Trump's mic off and let Biden talk," or and turn Biden's mic off and let Trump talk. They, yeah, when Biden's at minute five, you should have stopped him three minutes ago. When Trump's yelling over the moderator, you should have turned his mic off. Right. So <laughs> obvious. It's it's. <clears throat> Politics meets WWE wrestling. That's what this was. <laughs> nobody, I, I and, anybody and we intended, love the drama. Nobody thought that was going to be a debate. I mean, the three people that you're putting in that room together, you're not going to end up with a debate. Well, yeah. To it, me, I mean, it was a given. Well, and at that level, realistically, it's not like, yeah. It's not, the point is not debate, it's entertainment. And, and half the questions weren't even about real politics. I didn't watch like, the, I didn't watch the debate at all, mostly because. I assumed that I wouldn't learn anything, mm-hmm. and from what I understand, I was right. Yes. Yeah. No. It was for me trying to watch it and not be entertained and actually get value of it. It's like me watching Baywatch. It's it's all drama, no substance, and it was very very difficult to watch. I mean, from both candidates' points of view, it was very difficult. I'm not, you know, I'm. It not was one of, painful to watch. Not one of the questions was actually answered. No, I they think never, they, they ask, never are. They would ask Biden a question. He would say, well, Trump's an idiot and a buffoon. And he he didn't do any of these things. Then Trump would yell over him, well, you're an idiot and you're dumber. And then they'd ask Trump, well, what will you do? Well, I won't be Biden and he's an idiot and he's a buffoon. <laughs> yep. Well, okay, neither of you are answering any questions. So but why like don't we just – I feel like that's the case with any modern debate. They never really answer the questions. Well, that's the case with any even discussion. If you if you pull the president up on stage or any politician and you say, "What's your stance on gun control?" They will say something like, "Glad you asked that question." It's interesting that you talk about gun control because you haven't even addressed the fact that. And then they'll go into a pre-canned thing yes. that um, is what they say about some subject that's vaguely related to that but in this uh, case half of it wasn't what do you have to say about gun control well it kills a lot of people covid has killed a ton of people and trump's done a terrible job handling it you just proved you just proved dave's point really is they yeah. they use gun control to pivot into something that is t- is related kind of in that people people take issue with gun control because rights versus deaths right and right. so they he pivoted from Death by gun to death by COVID. Yeah, yeah. you always – because you can't – as a politician, um, I hate to say it, but you can't shoot from the hip. You just – you have to go with your pre-canned answers, and if the question doesn't align with your pre-canned answer, then you just pivot. And that's yeah. probably and the politician's keep, greatest strength. And just keep oh, repeating that same response over and over to all of yep. the questions and just do it louder and louder. Yeah. Cool that you said that. Something related is this that I already had a pre-answered response for. And well, why are the questions – like I get that COVID has become political, but really that shouldn't be something that we're – at a presidential level we're debating or even coming up in a debate. That should be a relatively temporary issue. Yes, the president is helping deal with it, but why is that part of a presidential debate? Like that shouldn't be part of a The debate was sponsored debate. by Facebook. But you just – I guess you get entertainment value out of all of it. If it was, it was, listen, if it was sponsored by Facebook, it would have been about – there would have been a lot of questions about Russian interference. I mean why was a question – and I love the question, which shows my political leaning. But why ask a question about uh, – it was just revealed this week that your taxes came out. Talk about your taxes. Um is this a debate about where each candidate stands on certain issues, or is this right. a very minor – I mean, it is minor in the scope of geopolitical politics of how this guy did his taxes. We can all you know, complain or not complain or whatever about it, but we're talking about running a first world country. Let's talk about climate change is a good one. Um COVID is important because it's a, it's affected the entire world. Uh, you know, million people plus have died worldwide and billions are impacted either financially or health. So it's a good, it's a good thing to mention. But the tax question or some of these other very like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to nail Trump on this little thing. 
you know, well, and, and they come, they bring him up in such a pointed way. Like you're not going to discuss or give him a chance to explain his tax situation, which is probably very complicated. I don't know if he has. I assume he's met all the tax laws. I mean, if there's a rule that he's taking advantage of, I, well, I that's think, his prerogative. But I, I why think, ask it? I think the issue with the taxes, and it shouldn't have come up in the debate. But I think the issue with the taxes is Trump has talked about how he's paid more in taxes than anybody else, that the ultra-rich, you know, should pay a lot of taxes. Not the same way that, like, AOC talks about it, but he does talk about it. So to say that I've been paying, you know, millions of dollars in taxes and then I don't know that this is true because we haven't seen the tax returns, but if it's true that he only paid seven fifty. Or $750. I think that's the issue with the taxes. Now, it's not geopolitical. And I'm glad that you brought up climate change, Dave. Are you willing to say goodbye to all of your cars by 2034, 2035? Uh, uh, that's not what it is. Don't let Facebook tell you that that's what it means. It's gas-powered vehicles. Didn't he ban gas-powered vehicles starting in 2035? Nope. And that just shows you I how think he, the other... I think he wants to ban the sale of... Sale of. Ban the sale of new mm. gas-powered vehicles right. So if you own one, you can keep it, or you could sell it private party. Mm. And you can still buy them private party from anyone who has one. Use and if only. And if you're really desperate, well, it's only one state. There's 49 others. Right. If you buy a California-approved... Uh, emissions car in another state and bring it here. I mean, what are you going to do? Let's say I lived in Nevada for for my whole life, and then I all of a sudden my job moves me to California. Well, drop your car off at the border. You can't bring it in. No, of course. So you can bring cars in from other states. No, they, give you, they cannot sell new. The dealerships will no longer have the new 2035 you, whatever gas-powered vehicle. They give you the keys and, to a, a Tesla as you cross the border. And let's be let's be fair – um, it's, it's a goal and he's not going to be, he's not going to be governor for the next 15 years. Any governor can come back in and turn that back around. And I don't even think it's been made into law yet. I think as of now, it's just a suggestion that you, needs to be voted on, right? You say that, but Jerry Brown came back 30 years later. <laughs> true. <laughs> so. Hey, Bill and Ted came back. That's one true. One, later. one thing on t- Trump's taxes, and I also have no idea if this is true. I just heard was they keep asking about two or three very specific years and mm-hmm. not about other years. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, he potentially overpaid significantly in other years just because of how his money flows and his assets yeah. are. And that's why mm-hmm. some of the years were none or even – I mean some people overpay and get extra returns yeah. because they've overpaid. I think and what I, I heard was – No idea if that's a, true. But. He took a business loss 17 years ago of – a billion dollars or some enormous amount, and then he's been able to write off that loss year after year because, of course, he didn't make a billion that year. So he took a business loss of a billion, and let's say a hundred million for ten years of losses. But who wants to hear him on stage go through and explain tax laws and how his taxes work? I mean, that's boring. I I just, I do. I've also heard, and nobody. The people who are listening to this podcast, because that's what we're doing. I've also heard, and nobody wants to talk about that, they talk about how, oh, his taxes, and again, whether you support Trump or not, he's supposedly taken a huge loss, not that he doesn't have plenty of money, but by being president, he's taken a significant loss in salary and what he takes in every year. Um, you could look at it that way, or you could look at him setting himself up for a life with future endeavors that will pay him far more. I mean, a stupid example. Let's say a president said, like a book hey – uh, I, I happen like to Obama own before I walked and Netflix. I have I happen to own a bunch of hotels, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reduce the hotel tax rate as president by ten percent, or something stupid like that. Not that he did, but yeah, he then you then that, you set could. yourself up to make more money in the future. If he well, didn't. and 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 I again I don't I not again I don't know if this is true. I we've all been saying we don't know if this is true, but we like speculating. It's yeah. really fun to speculate. Because yeah. basically, what the debate was. I believe he hasn't fully divested himself with his of his business interests. Ivanka and Jarrett have made a significant amount of money off of what they've done with him as his advisors, and then through their businesses and like, and supposedly he was requiring like his secret service agents to stay at one of his hotels in like 
Scotland where when they went with Pence or something, and that was further away than a nearest hotel. Now, again, supposedly, not sure if this is true, but there's there's rumors out there that while he may be giving up some money, he's still making money off of his business endeavors as part of like he wanted to have like the G nine or something um, at at his one of his hotels. Uh, I think next year, 2021. Uh, but I don't think he is now because also, a lot of people complain. Multi-millionaire? Like, doesn't he make well over a million dollars every year? I don't believe he is. I, I believe, well, let me take that back. I think that Biden is like the poorest congressman. I don't, I don't think I he. I want to say that he makes a million or more a year. He might. Yet he, I, but yet I think he, he's he, the he made some comment during the debate about millionaires and how they should or something like that. I thought it was kind of funny. It's like, aren't you one? Maybe not. Maybe he's not. I thought. I thought for sure he did. Let me see. I'll see if I can find something online real quick. But yeah, I'm looking it up as well. But um, anyways, uh-uh. this, this is not very exciting. The debate was not very exciting. It was at, at one point, very... at one point, he was known as the poorest man in com- in Congress, according to um, uh, this headline. Um, oh, last last we really got to get on Baywatch, but I am curious. The Hunter Biden thing, did he or did he not receive the money? Uh, I don't know. Real quick, um, Biden released his 2019 tax returns. They showed he and Jill, his wife, had received 985000 in adjusted gross income and paid about $300,000 in taxes. Oh, there you go. Not a millionaire. Well, that was that, was that year. I mean, I right. don't know. A millionaire is someone who's worth a worth million, a million not yeah. makes a million. You're, if you well, make he a is definitely a year, you're much higher than right. a millionaire. He's definitely a millionaire. I was asking if he makes over a million dollars a year. Oh, yeah. No, I Joe, don't think so. Joe well, Biden yeah, is... $20,000 less. He's worth $9 million. He owns two houses uh, uh, based on $4 million in real estate. He owns two homes in Delaware. So, I mean, if you look at this house that I own... He's still uh, very, very wealthy. Yes. Yes, but a millionaire and a billionaire is the difference different. between, right. uh, yes, an ant and Correct. a whale. But like he's also made his money only in government. I, yeah. I mean, or I don't or think he's books. ever had a private sector job, has he? No. No, but I, he might I have bought totally it from wrong. books and stuff. You know, I don't know if he's yeah. really. Or it know, could be from home. I mean, good investments. Lectures, know, things of that nature. I don't think he's ever held a private sector job. I don't think so. If he's been in Congress for 47 years, I don't, or in politics for 47 years, I say that. I am curious. I am curious though, and I can't figure out what the truth is. Trump says that Hunter Biden got all this money from wherever, and Joe Biden says no, he didn't. I think his the salary. Says that I think his did. salary or his stocks or whatever for being on that board in wherever that was. Um, I think he got. I think he made. It was a multi-million dollar situation. I love that we are so um, <laughs> uninformed about the Burisma thing, and we're just spouting. But, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, supposedly he got $3.5 million or something from Russia. That's what the news reports. And on that, he only paid $785 in taxes. <laughs> um, but then, then Joe says, nope, he did not get money from Russia. Yeah, no, no. I don't I, believe I, that that's what he said. I thought that he said that everything you're saying has been disproven and doesn't have um, – I think I think Trump was saying two things, and Joe Trump may or may not have been being something. honest. Yeah, he got this money, and it was corrupt. And Biden, being smart, says, what you're saying is not proven and incorrect. What part is not proven, that he got the money or that he's been proven corrupt? Because he hasn't been arrested. So at, one, I mean, at one point, at one point, Trump said, "Well, did he or did he not receive the money?" That's right. And Biden said he did not, or no, or wouldn't answer it. Didn't answer. That's right. So it's it's very interesting for for us to think about our our listeners. Not so much. Well, this actually it's not listen, very, it's actually not very interesting for us to think about. It was painful and these it, debates, was, it was like a four year old debating a hundred year old. These de- these debates are like a fisherman with a knife who's attacking women on the beach, or I should say one woman in particular. No, no, that fisherman was far more in control, even though he was very out of control. <laughs> this is two old, angry white men arguing about the shape of a cloud. <laughs> but it's one that appears young and aggressive, 
and another one that appears old and senile and you go nowhere. Which is which? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, dep- it depends on what state you live in. <laughs> yes. This kind of depends on the color of your hat. That's true. Um, all My right. purple. <laughs> Baywatch. Um, <laughs> the one that got away. All right. Oh, yeah. Here's our description. After Baywatch lifeguard Megan is attacked on the beach, she struggles to regain her confidence, unaware that her attacker, a fisherman, views her as the one that got away. Meanwhile, Shawnee suffers from lifeguard burnout. Okay, Shawnee is Shawnee is a lot of drama. I already have so many issues just with that description because in the description it says. That she does, she is unaware that her attacker, a fisherman, views her as the one that got away. He says that right off the bat to her. The time he catches her, the time before when he misses her, so she's unaware because she returns back to the same spot, unaware that he's stalking her. I, I give him, okay. I give him, I, give, I don't like that they give so much away, like. Why not just say, you know, something like there's some drama at the beach and a, a, a potential uh, stalker situation. But they give, like, most of the plot away. You know, other than saying, uh, spoiler alert, he's caught at the end. <laughs> you know. Well, now you spoiled it. Oh, you know, 500 years later. <laughs> so... I watch these on uh, Hulu, and so mm-hmm. I, get, I, I get the privilege of watching commercials while I watch them, because I don't pay for my Hulu. Mm. Okay. Um, by the way, watching them um, without commercials is a real experience sometimes. Oh, I was just going to say, we I get to see this great commercial almost every time about... Um, about a sign guy for an insurance company, the guys who stand on the corner and twirl oh, yeah. signs. Yeah. And it's just, I just want to know, like, wow, I mean, that profession now has its own commercials. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, like you, like, imagine if you were one of those really, you know, you worked your whole life to become a sign twirler guy, and now you see yourself in a commercial. Man. <laughs> well, I, I, I it's like I said, it's a real experience sometimes to watch it without commercials because of the juxtapositions. There's um, like late in the movie or effort movie late in the episode. I think it's when she has had the nightmare and she wakes up, right? Megan has had the nightmare and she wakes up uh, and it's playing that like foreboding music. When it comes back, it's the next scene when it comes back is um, Shawnee and Eddie that, that, um, montage with the romantic music so there's no yes. commercial break it goes right from foreboding music and her being frightened to shawnee and eddie with romantic music kissing on the beach yes quite quite rough yeah and i wonder if the earlier montage both from this episode and the episode before i wonder if there was supposed to be a commercial right before it because man Last episode, LJ, remember that montage oh. just slammed in your face? Was there a commercial before that? No. Oh, that was ugly. So I don't think and you need one, commercials. This one did it too. Yeah. The, the montage came kind of out of nowhere. So, um, yeah, two montages. Yay. <laughs> and talk about a TNA montage. I was like... I was a little embarrassed. I was watching it on my phone while my wife was shopping, and then she came back to the car, and I was like, I'm, this isn't porn, honey, but I, talking, I don't want to... Are you talking about, like, the two-minute scene of side boob? Yeah! <laughs> As we get to I mean, really get to understand our new character, Harvey, who is pretty much just Dave, if Dave was a lifeguard. Absolutely. Six-inch swells, you know what I'm saying? I got a six-inch swell for you. Or at least a three-inch swell twice. <laughs> I love yeah. Um, Gar, I, why is Garner not in the main credits? He's back. Hmm. 
I paid specific attention to the main credits to watch that old man jump into the surf, and it is such an ugly dive. I know it's a nit, but when that guy dives into the surf and the wave clips his legs, <laughs> every episode, I'm like, oh man, you you biffed that take, and you would have that now he's wet, so they can't retake it. So, yep, we get one take, and it just do. I love that scene in the credits. I'm starting to enjoy the credits a bit. <laughs> well, I just um I loved when we when Garner came back because I liked how they're having like a debate over oh no. Megan is telling them all about the tide pools and all the stuff they found there and blah 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 blah. While in the background you just see people in there freaking um putting the mats down, getting ready for some karate or something. And I'm just like, of course, of course at Baywatch headquarters, they would just have karate sessions. What what mm-hmm. else would they possibly be doing? Also, what was wrong with the ocean? I didn't quite get that. It was very, very minor. And I know it was just to get her out on the rocks looking down so that she couldn't see anybody around her. Pollution. Pollution. Yeah. And, ba- and Baywatch manages ocean pollution? Uh, at least... I mean, come on, that's like default. I think I don't think that Baywatch manages it as much as it's her like pet project. Uh that it, she has a lab set up for? Well yeah. Small lab. A little bit. Hey, listen, yeah. people work out at Baywatch headquarters, they do karate sessions, they do all sorts of different things. They live there, so why wouldn't she have her like lab set? If it's if it's in the water if it's next to the water, if it's above the water, or on a continent that touches water, it's part of their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it's on if it's on a planet that has water, <laughs> or is next to a planet that has water, or in space around a planet that touches that has water, it's their jurisdiction. So, so basically, if it has water, or if it doesn't have water, it's and, their jurisdiction. And That's if, you're, right. if you're a person who happens to be made up of water. Then you're in their jurisdiction. Absolutely, yeah. I I was not. I didn't even second guess when she was testing the water on why a lifeguard is responsible what? for the pollution levels in a um, <laughs> tide pool. No, yeah. No, this is how good Baywatch has done with just tricking us that they're in charge of everything. I didn't second guess that. I didn't second guess the fact that they should all learn how to fight while instead of just you know. They're just lifeguards. Oh, no, no. They should probably learn how to fight. This actually makes 100% sense. I like well, that. Well, because, yeah. because they break up. They have to break up fights as part of their lifeguarding yeah. duties. They, oh. they are they are required to break up fights on the beach. This is what happens when you defund the police. The lifeguards <laughs> become the police. And when you take away their guns, they All have your to swing with, with their can. You're just beat up with lifeguard cans. Imagine the bruising here. Oh, man. Here. Just, just just can bruises everywhere. I take a baton any day over that can. Man, that that montage of Shawnee and Eddie just being huge party poopers to everybody. Yeah, why was why was he like being such a buzzkill? Like you can't throw a football around here. You can't throw a ball. He broke that person's bookie board or styrofoam board. Yeah, she made the girl I, put her top back on. No, Shawnee did. I wish I wish I was. That's Eddie. what I said. She did. Oh yeah. No, Shawnee, okay, at first it made sense. Like, the no drinking on the beach, I was like, okay, I get that one. I know that, like, you're not supposed to use a lot of those stupid, you know, dollar store inflatables in the ocean because they'll just pop, like, but the whole, like, they're playing football on the beach and you're mad at them? (laughs) Like, okay. And by the way, can Shawnee make up her mind... In the last episodes, she was all pissed because her parents didn't think it was a worthwhile job, and she's saving lives. And she's like, "I'm saving lives." And in this episode, she's like, "I've had it." <laughs> I, I, I thought that too, and I, I was wondering if it was actually the fact that her parents didn't like her having the job is what made her want to keep having the job. And now that they approved mm-hmm. of it, she was like, "Well, this sucks now." <laughs> I uh. I feel I feel sad that we've lost Court, um, but his spirit lives on in Eddie. You know, Eddie's lying to boat owners in order to use their boat for like a weekend. Yeah, that was slick. I like that. I was like, 
I was like, why is he looking at a boat for sale? And then it, you know, changes and they're, they're in bed. Lord knows what they did. Probably, you know, played Uno or something. Um, and then, uh, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I just told them that I needed to test it out first. Yeah. Cause he was like, Mitch, we can't go to a hotel. I can't afford it. And then he's looking at this boat and I was like, what? And then I thought to myself, oh, because she was talking about, you know, he couldn't come over to the house. Maybe he was going to buy that houseboat, actually buy that houseboat to live there rather than live with um, the two who are the two who aren't on the show anymore. I was like, oh, maybe he's buying it to live there, and then he's going to ask her to move in with him. No. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought, oh, maybe he's thinking, hey, I should just get my own place. Maybe Shawnee and I could get a place together. I, yeah. I, I thought they were going down that route, but no, yeah. he's just scamming. I will say one part I was, I was, the episode was terrible as usual, all full of drama and nonsense, but I will say the one time where he comes up to her and he's like, you know, talking to her and she's like, listen, I'm in a really bad mood. I don't, I don't feel great. I just want to go home. I just want to relax. I was like, wow, props to her for, for acknowledging her own, you know, current mental state being an adult expressing it to him so that he doesn't think she's snapping at him for no reason. Like I was like, wow, writers, one kudo for you for actual adult conversation. But then, and you're right, but then he gets all pouty and, and then they kind of undo it by the very next scene is she's waking up. She's in bed with him at the, on the boat. Exactly. As soon as he got pouty, I was like, Dang, bro, you thirsty. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, there was no, like, phone call. Hey, I have this idea. No, nothing. It was just he looked at the boat, and then they're in bed together. Yep. So I'm not a huge fan of this new Harvey character. <laughs> um, he hasn't seemed to provide much in any way. Is he the one who, was wearing, who like, put the this, this jelly on top of himself? And... Yep. Okay. So pretty much he's just the team's asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he and he really he's really, 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 really horny. He's really <laughs> thirsty. Dave, talk about somebody who's thirsty. And I was thinking he what he needs to do, if he if he wants girls this badly, apparently all he needs to do is actually work hard at his job. So that way he eventually he could get promoted to Mitch's job, who just has Co-workers coming over in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she, and hugging him and saying, "No, actually, don't. I, I'm not done hugging you." Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, Harvey, you need Mitch's job. They just come to you. Like, so this is the, them. this is the one note I made about Harvey, and this really has more to do with the writing. Okay, that girl, that woman gets attacked, and she's back at HQ, and then they're like, she wants to. Shawnee's like, she wants to talk to you. So Harvey goes in. She just got attacked, and Harvey wants to know why she ran away from him. And then he blackmails her into a date. <laughs> That's a nice thing when a when a when a man attacks you to be a super aggressive, horny man to that woman who's literally in the station. You know, within the same day that she was attacked by a man. Get real aggressive with that dating uh, attack, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was like, um, yeah, I know you're going through a lot right now, but well, why did you run away from me? Because you're yeah. a horny perv, and everybody knows it. I wish she had said, I wish she had said, I wanted, I'd rather take my chances with a known attacker than an unknown one. <laughs> <laughs> And I like how I like how a random stranger on the beach is like you you have uh you know people know how you are at this beach like really people people discuss how the lifeguards are on the beach uh yeah I, they're like celebrities well I, I like how okay I thought that too no it was one thing for me to go they really they discuss the lifeguards. But, I mean, it is Baywatch, so actually every year, every season, they come out with a trading card pack of all the lifeguards, so that way everyone, you know, in the area knows who they are. Um, but I was like, if your reputation's that bad that just random people visiting the beach know about it, 
<laughs> How on earth do you still have a job? Because you would think that your, you know, stuff would be filed with against you at work by now. Just well, like, uh, we're getting a lot of complaints about wherever we put Harvey. This is yeah. this was the '90s when it was free reign for male predators, but um, his he put his reputation out there. I mean, he was doing his like surf report or whatever you want to call it in full view of everybody to the point where that girl was the one at the beginning who he was speaking French to, and she spoke French to him back as she walked into the lifeguard tower. So you know, he put his and reputation he, on blast. And he did yeah. it over their walkie-talkie system. Yeah, like yeah. he told that he Sha- told everybody yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, Shawnee hung up on him first, and then Eddie went to go help Shawnee with the fist fight that was happening in the water for some yeah. reason between two grown men. Yeah, no, no, why? they were just fighting. They were just Nobody fighting. explained why. Hmm. Nothing. Just fighting. so that so that there was a reason for Shawnee to be fed up with her job. Because they mm-hmm. they need they need they needed something because we're dealing with such a deep issue. They needed something to help lighten the mood at times, which is Shawnee wanting to quit. Well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. Shawnee just needs to be more like whatever her name is, the other lifeguard. Because after she's attacked at the end, she just runs into the water and she's happy as a clam. I, I mean, that was so frivolous. Like t- like showing a a potential. Uh, rape and murder victim literally the same day that she's almost raped and murdered or at least gruesomely murdered he's talking about gutting her or or you know he's treating her like a fish and tell me what it's like to be caught and i want you to see what happens to you in my in my mirrored sunglasses i mean this is someone who would have you know years of ptsd and who has already been uh, raped raped or molested before this is this is well, um, uh, but she's a lifeguard. Oh, I see. I see. So yeah, so, so, so she's, so she's attacked, dragged under a pier by knife point, uh, strangled, and nearly killed in a very intense emotional scene, uh, in face to face with your attacker for many minutes, and, and in the scene, oh yeah, he got arrested, I'm gonna frolic in the ocean, I'm free. It, 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 right, exactly. You, the thing, that's the thing, Dave. You just don't get it. It's deep. You don't get the metaphor that they were showing artistically Listen, through that. The way yeah. that she ran back to that water and started running through it all happy, I really expected her to grow fins and swim away. Well, you do understand it was because he was treating her like a fish. Yeah. She got to go back to the ocean That's free. free. Yeah. You know didn't what? get cut. Slash just found the metaphor. Yeah. The also, since, since we're talking about that scene... I've been to the ocean many times. I've been to the pier. I've been under a pier. I've never been under a pier where one side you walk in on and the other side is all boarded up, so you have like a secluded room. You've just been going to the wrong beach, my friend. They walk into the, they walk under the pier. It's a very wide, wide pier, evidently. They walk mm-hmm. for quite a while and they get to the other end and it's got a wall. Yeah, I'll have to show you where mine is. <laughs> What kind of pier has a wall on one side so that you can just ask for trouble, ask for people to go do stuff down there and have a safe spot? Why are you you victim blaming people? Hey, you'd be surprised what people don't point out. If you wear a hard hat and bring about six boards a night, you could build one of those in three or four nights. It's a perfect uh, man trap. Yeah. Just saying. You trap trap or spider that thing. You like trapping men? You saw his closet. You see Dave's closet. I'm the man in the trap. Yeah, I would say based on the photos you that you used to put in your closet. You? <laughs> Either Dave way, wants baby. to be trapped. Show me your pole. <laughs> <laughs> that I also think the pier in Baywatch is sort of like a um, whatever you need it to be. It's it, like a magic box. Yeah, it's like a portal. Just because for for some for some reason sometimes the pier is is collapsing. Co- or I say sometimes the pier is only twenty feet wide when yep. they when they're just when you just, they just want piers to run underneath and do stuff. To, but then it is infinitely big when there's bad guys under there because for some reason it takes up. Where are they under here? How, yeah. they, oh, how big is your epic pier? <laughs> they passed column after column after column. It's getting darker and darker as he's dragging her back down in there. Like this pier had to have been a couple hundred feet wide. 
This thing is like a Costco-sized pyramid width. Like, and one end has a wall. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just, Yeah, it's just so big. I'm like, wow. Like, this is incredible. Like, even big piers aren't this big. <laughs> also, they were complaining about how busy the beach was and showing how crowded it was. Yet, when they do their little stunt, nobody at the beach by this enormous pier... Saw her get drugged for at least a hundred feet till they got under the pier. That's right. That's because they're the part. They're, they're the uh, the unpopular end of the beach. Or or got no, it. yeah. It's it's the side effect of Shawnee and Eddie being big party poopers. Now no one wants to go to the beach. <laughs> no one wants they, to go to the beach. I they've see. They've gotten the entire beach emptied through their uh, shenanigans. Yeah. This makes more sense now. I was really sad that we didn't get to see the boat because that was a highlight of the last episode with that with that montage and the shiny paint and the you know and then they didn't even get to use. I they could have found a way to use the boat. I think. Oh, I'm not. sure the the scarab. Yeah, the scarab. <laughs> oh, it'll come back. I'm pretty sure it. I'm pretty sure it gets like uh, uh, built in the credits over Garner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So now we know how the 90s worked. Uh, hot girls, uh, and then one tier below that is hot men. One tier below that, boats and helicopters. One tier below that, waves, bikinis, and then black guy. Yeah. Well, no, you forgot the side boob. Oh, side boob, black guy. Yeah. This is this is a really horny episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I like when they're in HQ and they figure out like she she admits to knowing who this guy was or, or having a profile of him, and they get the oh. profile and mm-hmm. then they want to post hundreds. He he says make me hundreds of copies and we'll put them on the pier and the lifeguard towers. Mm-hmm. Evidently they have a lot of piers and lifeguard towers because he needs hundreds of copies. Yes. And they say and don't you guys do anything? And she insists she's going to do something. They say no. We don't need Baywatch playing Magnum PI. And they kind of they kind of get a look on their face like, yeah, right. And the <laughs> next scene is Baywatch undercover. Hashtag yes. <laughs> or or Ladies Engines. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the Hoff the Hoff kind of looked looks like yeah, we're actually going to do that. That's a great idea. And there was, the next scene is them doing that. And they're yeah, I mean, geniuses. When they both got up to go check the bathroom, I was like yeah, really well, she's getting taken. You guys yeah. did this whole plot, this whole plan, and Gar- and it was just YouTube. Probably because Garner's like, hey, Baywatch wants to do this where we let, let the victim <laughs> out there and see the guy comes. And his cop friends were like, that's horrible. No, we're just going to keep driving up and down the beach, seeing if we see anything, checking out the local fishing spots. No, that sounds stupid. Why don't we have the victim back out there? That will work better. Does yeah. Gardner take his motorcycle or his uh, four-wheeler everywhere, even if it's yeah. just 100 feet? Yeah. Here's the Absolutely. thing. We we learned in season one that Garner is awful on a stakeout because he always gets seen or he, uh, he you know, jumps too quickly. Um, what, you mean it's not discreet to stand on top of the pier with a big pair of binoculars and look around? No. Um, and I do I've like, never been bothered when I do it. <laughs> I do like it that, uh, that Mitch, apparently the cops answer to Mitch Buchanan. Yes. <laughs> well, and not to bring 2020 politics into 30 years ago, but I love how a man walked into the bathroom. I will draw my gun and turn the corner and point it at the suspect. We have no idea what, you know, that man could have been following his young daughter in there. He could have been confused. He could have been a perpetrator. But, yes, let's just escalate immediately to drawing a gun and drawing down on a guy who walked into the bathroom. That's effective policing. Why was he there? He said it was, he said the men's room was dirty. So he went to the women's room. Oh, do you know? No, it was too crowded. Too crowded. Too crowded. I thought it was dirty, but either way. Well, okay, well, we don't know. No, those, I mean, both that, those things are false. Okay, one. Yeah, but he drew his gun. But the Hoff was there, and he's a social worker also because he's a lifeguard. They do well, everything. The Hoff, so technically, the Hoff two guns. So that's technically, only three he guns. he had a social worker there to talk him down from shooting. But exactly, I. Uh, so it was good. It was good policing. Yeah, there's one no way that the women's bathroom is. Uh. Less crowded than the men's bathroom. 
Right, we know that as fact, so he's definitely a perp, <laughs> regardless. And, and No, he said cleaner, didn't he? I and thought he said, said cleaner. Occupied. Okay, if he said cleaner? That's what I, I thought. thought it was Okay. Thought it was if he said yeah, cleaner, okay, cleaner, then here's the That's also false. Well, here's by, the beach bathrooms are disgusting. Yes, I was women's what? bathrooms are rough. And beach bathrooms are gross regardless. They're By just the way, gross. are we glossing over the fact that Dave and Slasher do know a lot about female public bathrooms? I thought that there was no such thing as male or female bathrooms anymore. So I, I just go into whatever I want. Males or females? <laughs> yeah, I just if I see someone that has a place that I can urinate or defecate, I go seize in there. the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just go in because if anyone c- confronts me at all, I just say I register as female. Yeah, or whatever I choose. Maybe that's why they wanted to see his ID to see how he uh, identified. <laughs> oh, but was it a digital ID? Because that could vary day to day. That's true. Yeah, if your if your ID does not say Shim or her, <laughs> then uh... dang it, we just lost a viewer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're down to negative one. Um, but I will, I will, on the other side, I think it's crazy that a victim would immediately say, I'm going to be bait. I guess they were trying to go raw, raw, uh, woman's power. She's overpowering her fear of the past. She's getting over a previous, um, trauma, you know, she was, she, trauma by, uh, reliving it. That's always healthy, but, uh, she's going to, she's going to turn the tables and then she thankfully does get to turn the tables and then almost kills the guy. Um, but, I kind of get their, what they were going for, um, and then they went way overboard with, I'm a free fish. <laughs> also, the fisherman guy was a terrible actor. <laughs> I thought that was Mick Foley or something. I thought he was like a WWF guy. He was so over the top. Well, and not not just the way he performed, but everything about his character. Because, I mean, yes, he's a fisherman. And so unless he original, unless he goes there just to... Get women? He wears the mirror glasses so the fish can see themselves when they die? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He holds like, them up. He holds them up and he goes, look here, fishy. It's your Mr. Trout. See your life going out of those eyes? He must not ocean, be a very ocean, successful... Ocean trout? Yes, the ocean trout. <laughs> he must not be a very successful serial killer since um, if you just randomly fished at the ocean and just attacked the first woman who came near you in broad daylight in public. I mean, you're going to get caught pretty quickly. So this is his first time. Was he a serial killer? I don't think so. I think he just all of a sudden decided he wanted to kill her. There was, there was was nothing that said he was wanted for anything. I guess I'm just suggesting that a guy who could be fishing, turn around, see a woman, pull a knife and go, I'm going to hunt this woman down, suggests that maybe he wasn't a serial killer because he hadn't successfully killed a bunch of people. But I don't think he that was. Is, I think That is serial killer behavior. I think he just decided he wanted to hunt her down. I don't know why. Maybe he's a really bad fisherman. He thought, well, I can <laughs> try and fish for women. I will now fish for the most dangerous game because the fish aren't biting. No, yeah. what happened was he was fishing. He was bored. All of a sudden he started listening to Harvey's surfboard cast. And he got horny. Oh. And then he looked and saw Megan over there and was like, I'm horny. All right, let's just go do this. I like her yelling at him too on the pier when he was down at the end. She yells like, hey, get off the rocks. I'm a lifeguard. Read the sign. Yeah. Was it? Dude, that I'm a lifeguard carries the authority of the President of the United States behind yes. it. I no, mean, you it does not. Around. That is higher than President of the United States. Of course. That's, that's true. Listen, if she were on that debate stage with Donald Trump, every time he'd said anything, asked a question or anything, all she have to say is, I'm a lifeguard, and he would, he would, lifeguard. He would be shut down. I'm a lifeguard. Well, we're, we, we'll wait till the episode. I th- I'm a lifeguard. Season four, when um, the President comes to Baywatch and is the bad guy. And the Baywatch has to take down the president. Yeah, I'm a lifeguard. What is your position on pro-choice? Uh, I'm, I'm a lifeguard. Oh, okay. oh, ooh, ooh. And everyone just starts clapping. Yeah, yeah, woo That actually does work. I know. <laughs> you probably should have said something like, what's your position on 
uh, no, climate change doesn't work either. What's your position on uh, Chinese politics? I'm a lifeguard. Woo! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Powerful, <clears throat> powerful stuff. Orange party or red party. Orange. They, we already have red. So orange. Everybody wearing orange. All those orange states go, voting for there the lifeguard go. candidate. Uh, but then you get a weird mix with orange and blue. I mean, you can't have a purple state, so you'd have like a yeah, weird, yeah. like, mauve state. <laughs> yeah, maybe it could be green. I don't know. Like green, like some parts of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another painful episode in the books. Like I said, I, I I wish I could. I wish there was something to learn. Like I wish there was like a life lesson. I wish people would like grow or change, or there was any type of benefit to watching the show whatsoever. The, the all we learned is that life, all of the lifeguards wanted the, to get laid. The life lesson is uh, there's actually a couple. One is if you have been traumatized, um, the best way to get over it is by fighting back and taking a swim. Hmm. And the other thing is, if you are talking to a member of the opposite sex, uh, or same sex, whatever, whatever your proclivity, um, and they have been traumatized, uh, they're really susceptible to blackmail dates. Mm. Wait, let me get a pen. That one's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, take advantage of people when they're down. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. And if you've been taken advantage of, then turn the tables. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Or put yourself out there to be taken more advantage of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. These are all really good points. I Take it home, listeners. Take it home. But most of all, just try and hook up with someone. How, yeah. how many yeah. Emmys did Baywatch win for all this deep content? I think they won like 10 Emmys, one for every year, for um, swim stunt, water stunts. <laughs> costuming costume and design for sure uh sound work so yet again we have another episode of baywatch where they really don't do anything in the water she swam to avoid her attacker which i thought was actually smart it that that would work she could probably outswim him since he was in jeans <laughs> yeah but okay. he was just gonna she sit, swam she was he was just gonna stand in front of her jeep you know, had nobody shown up, she would have just been out in that water all night while he stood in, her, oh, and I guess in front of her. They wrestled the two guys in the shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tread water as long as someone can stand on the sand. Yeah. It's probably get a, a losing battle. You guys, yeah. you also guys, amazing how wow. nobody walked by that whole time. I wish he pulled out like a harpoon gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yar, there she be, the beast of the sea. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't it have, wouldn't it been better if he would have just started casting his hook at her? Yeah, that would be good too. That would be good. There we go. Yeah, let's turn Baywatch into a comedy. I'll get you yet, my pretty. Oh, the single hook didn't work. I better go for two trebles. He's tying knots. I'll get you. Catch you it's by your big one. Suit. It's a big one. <laughs> Good stuff. You were going to say something, LJ? Uh, I was going to say, you guys might be shocked to hear this. Okay. But. It's won an Emmy. Baywatch has won no Emmys. Oh, okay. I thought maybe what? you were going to say, like, one for some nonsense. <laughs> Sound design. Not even a daytime Emmy? No, it was at night. So, I got to say, Baywatch competition was probably pretty fierce. If you if you ran it during the day, it might it might beat out like uh, Days of Our Lives or something. I feel like if there was a Razzies for the for television, it would have won something. Accurate, yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if there was Razzies for television, it it would be competing pretty hard with like Hercules and Xena and stuff like that for <laughs> daytime daytime Razzie TV award winners. They would be. I- by the way, I wish there had been like a syndicated TV uh, category, <laughs> and that could include the syndication that is reruns. So, like, uh, I don't know so, who's the boss or something could have like won. So every year, right now, like Friends or Seinfeld, like everyone's like, "Fuck, it's going to be Friends or Seinfeld again." If we get it, best syndicated comedy is 
Seinfeld again. Cool. <laughs> hey, some of those older shows that you were just mentioning, like Who's the Boss, is there a place to see – so shows that I watched growing up were Mr. Belvedere, uh, Growing Pains, uh, Family Ties, uh, Different Strokes. Are these – if someone wanted to access those, is, are those accessible by some Hulu, Peacock, Netflix? Yes. 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 I know that – I definitely know – it's all about um, knowing which one is on which. I know that okay. um, um, uh, 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 Growing Pains, definitely Growing Pains was um, on something because I watched like the pilot episode at my parents' house one mm. one during one visit. Um, so it was on some cable or some such. I don't know. But yeah, they're, they're somewhere. I've got a, I've got a flavor for uh, or, or, or a deep desire for some Webster episodes right now. <laughs> what you talking about? Hannibal on Netflix oh, is actually pretty good. Kid. Yeah, I gotta look that up because that would be funny too. Because I watched Charmed recently, some episodes of Charmed, and that show is abysmal. It's it has not stood. The would you say it's time. Would you say it's the Baywatch of its day? Probably. Of the yeah. Odds? Uh, I mean, I've watched, I watched, um, what's that, Gilmore Girls? Gilmore Girls is great. It stands up just fine. Charmed is awful. So I want to go watch like what, a, Hang on, was, I, was Charmed ever good? It was popular enough to have like umpteen seasons. It was on the CW that like rarely ever cancels a show. Ah, okay. I was going to say, I was also going to say, yeah, just because it has had, I mean, you don't hear all, I didn't hear all of us talking about two broke girls. That went on for a long period of time, too. Dave, you know what else had many seasons? What? Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, but it was popular at the time. But the question, Baywatch was good at the time because of what it was competing against. The question was asked, was Charmed ever good? And I said, mm. at the time, it had a lot of episodes, which suggests that maybe, yes, it was at least thought to keep an audience enough to produce more episodes, to produce oh, more seasons. A lot of them girls were into Wiccan stuff, man. Oh, man. Have any of you watched Hannibal on Netflix? No. Uh, no, but I watched Hannibal when it was on NBC. My, is it, don't know, is it the same Hannibal? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, the serial killer. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's the character from Silence of the Lambs. It's right. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. It was on it was on NBC first for like three seasons, and it got canceled. It's very oh, good. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I, we're we're watching it now. It's, it's, really uh, like it. I love that show. It's so good. Was, I watched the uh, final scene of what Reddit considers the most horrific and traumatizing uh, horror movie of all time. I decided to watch the most horrific final scene. So, what what movie? Okay, it's called Martyrs. Okay, so uh. uh 30-second synopsis, uh, girl uh, gets uh, found. She's been tortured for many years. Um, she escapes this crazy cult that wants to torture people in order – if they bring them really close to death, they figure they can learn about death through that process. Are you talking about flatliners? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they capture a new girl. And torture her and torture her and torture her and torture her and torture her. And at the very end, uh, the most torturous scene is they take all of her skin off of her body uh, through the um, – whatever that process is called. Where sure. they peel your skin off. Um, Flaying? Flay. Yes, they flay her alive. I started to say filleting, like F-I-L-E-T. Yeah, they, they flay her alive and, uh, and then um, – they uh they they learn the secret of of the afterlife and when the lady of the cult leader learns the secret uh she kills herself because she doesn't she just wants to go to the afterlife and then i believe a little later they catch a new victim mm. so it has no redeeming the movie has no redemption okay. one girl is tortured to death uh the the secret is revealed and the lady kills herself learning it and uh, they catch a new victim. Okay, we just I wonder had... how they convinced someone to get flayed. That would be really painful. I think it was special effects. I don't think they used um, live actors. It's a snuff film that Dave watched. 
Uh, <laughs> Melissa and I just finished watching Shit's Creek last night. That was really funny. If anybody's watched that, I heard that's really good too. It's really good. My seventy-eight-year-old mom literally—this just happened. She comes up to me and holds up her phone in front of me and goes, "Look at the name of this show." <laughs> The um, Slash, just so you know, if you decide to watch it, the first five seasons are on Netflix. The final six season comes to Netflix like in a week. So it. it'll well, all be on we, Netflix. We haven't started it, so we would be able to do yeah. it. Brittany wants to watch it, but right now we're watching Hannibal. Are you guys, what season are you in? Uh, One. Okay. Yeah. I'm going start. between um, Word Party and um, the Muppets um, shows. And then for some reason, Tristan's really into Morphal. Uh, which is um, Mighty Morphal Power Rangers. It's an animated red creature that can turn into anything. Mm, um, it can morph. And then he's he's even super into a show called Something Lizard that has no words whatsoever in all five hour long episodes. But how did he like the end of the movie you just described? <laughs> oh, he sat right through it. Yeah. Start chewing on my arm a little bit when he saw that skin coming up. There we go. <laughs> well, and with that, I've got to run. All right. Peace. Uh, we'll catch everyone uh, next week. Maybe. LJ? Uh, yeah, we'll catch everyone next week. I just, I mean, depends on when these episodes come from our sound engineer, producer guy. Well. <laughs> If you would have sent them to our sound engineer, he'd get them back to you in a reasonable amount well, of time. By the way, yes, that's the problem. I, I guarantee you that, like, no matter over the next like month or whatever, no matter when an episode comes out, all the debates are going to go the same way. People yelling over each other, so they'll, they'll never, like, oh. yeah, they'll never know. It'll be great. Well, the real problem is our sound engineer actually he's got a full time job he's really busy with, so he doesn't have time to. Pick up our stuff. And he makes his mom and five kids. And he makes his mom live in a pack and play. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've got a microphone now, so I can listen to her if she yells. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, sounds weird. LJ, LJ, give us our uh, give us our closeout. All right, uh, rate or review us, please. Uh, All all of that uh, helps us, especially if they're high. So just give us like five stars, five out of. Two stars, five out of three stars, ten out of five stars, whatever it could be. Just dude, we would take any stars, really. Dude, retweet us everywhere you go. Just talk about us. Just write mm-hmm. our podcast name on your shirt. All of that's going to be super helpful. And Absolutely. Uh, catch you guys next time. All right, later, guys. All right, All right. bye. Later, later. <laughs>